Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise, and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. We are now on to the start of week three of the Elevate Challenge. And if you've been following along so far, I know you're going to have had a few light bulb moments and you're going to be starting to incorporate some of those changes into your life already. If you haven't, if you are brand new to this, then I definitely would recommend you go have a listen to the trailer, find out exactly what's going on on the podcast this month, and you can listen to the first two weeks of challenges as well. So you've got loads to catch shop on uh, and you are totally, totally going to love it. Now, this week we're moving on and we're going to finish our series of mini challenges with Nourish Your Body. And this is all about helping you to get the best out of yourself and to hit your goals by getting super focused on the things that are going to push the needle for you the most. Because, you know, the world of nutrition and fitness can sometimes be complicated, overwhelming. You know, it's like, do your cardio, do your weights, don't forget to do some yoga too eat less carbs. How about intermittent fasting? Or actually, do you know what? The keto diet's amazing. You know, honestly, I work in this industry and even I get confused by the constant stream of different workouts and diets. I mean, you know, even intermittent fasting itself is like, oh, you could do the 16-8 or you could do the 10-14 or you could do the 8-something else. I'm just like, oh my God, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's, what's going on. But I think the good news is, there is a lot of smoke and mirrors with all of this because, you know, I, we have overcomplicated things. There are some really simple, fundamental things that have worked in the past, they work now, and they're going to continue to work. You know, it doesn't matter what new fads come in, what new workout regimes come in, what new diets come in. There are some simple, fundamental things that I want to get really, really focused on. And these are the things that I focus on with my clients because, Yes, it may seem exciting and, and you know, full of promise when we go and do some quick fix diet and when we get into, I don't know, the keto diet or whatever it might be. But the fact is that a lot of these things are not sustainable over the long term. They just, you know, they just make us feel overwhelmed. They make us feel like we don't know whether we're coming or going. All of those feelings that come up for us and it make it very, very difficult to sustain. And the truth is, what most of us want to do is we just want to create consistency. We just want to eat well consistently. We want to exercise consistently, right? It's as simple as that. And so what I'm really focused on is helping you to do exactly that by just going back to basics, focusing on the things that are going to, you know, really push the needle the most and are really going to get you the results, okay? Because there are some real fundamentals which, which serve us, whoever we are, wherever we're starting from. There's nothing super complicated. There are no secrets to feeling great. I think that's the thing. I think we think that there's a secret out there that isn't. 
We know what we need to know. There are just these tried, tested, simple methods of getting into great shape and feeling your most energetic self. So what I have done for you this week is to cherry pick a few of the main ones, the cornerstones, if you like, that are really going to help you to make the biggest shifts in your life. And I think that's the thing. It's like if you can get focused on just a few core things it's going to suddenly become much more simple. Everything will become more clear and you're going to be able to get on and do the thing. You know, they are all really simple, doable things for us that we're going to go on to this week. But before we move on to that, I want to talk about the one thing that we all need to do first. You know, before we think about making those lifestyle changes, those lifestyle upgrades, and that's the way we think about this stuff. Because when we have the right mindset going into things, we're going to get the best possible results. Okay. Now that's the truth of it. It's not about the right diet. It's not about the right exercise regime. Although, you know, eating the right things and doing the right kinds of exercise are helpful. It's about actually the mindset that you approach it with. And if you can approach it with the right mindset, with the positive mindset, you're going to get the better results. Okay. When we go into it with, you know, a more negative mindset, it's going to be much harder. It's going to feel like a battle. We're going to feel like we're fighting ourselves all the time. And we don't want that, do we? We want to feel ease. We want to feel like we can actually do these things. These are doable and, and achievable within our lives. Okay. So let's get into this, shall we? And I thought that, you know, one of the best ways of doing this is kind of talking about a few of the biggest mistakes that we tend to make when it comes to fitness and nutrition. Because I think once we understand that, and once we start changing our mindset around some of these things, then a really amazing things start to happen for us. And there's four of these that I'm going to go through today. And I'm sure that as I go through them, you are going to relate to at least one or two, if not all four. <laughs> and I've been in all four places in the past as well. So for sure, I have kind of figured out ways of, of getting through these. But I think these are, these are four of the key ones for me, the ones that come up time and time again with my clients and members the things that I help them to work their way through and come out of the other side of. So I think mistake number one is believing the hype and getting caught up in the latest diet because it happens all the time, doesn't it? Just like I've, I've talked about then, you know, the big thing at the moment is the keto diets. You know, and it's like, do keto, do keto. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, it used to be Atkins diet and then it was something else and then it was something else. Like there's always, believe me, there's always somebody that's going to come in and tell you that this is the one, this is the one that's going to work. And yet we, you know, we all know that since, you know, dieting started in earnest in the 80s and the 80s was like a big time of the aerobics and the low fat and stuff, you know, most nations in the world have just got fatter and fatter and fatter, like and, and and more unhealthy as well. It's not just about weight, it's actually about our health as well. Like our health has got worse and worse and worse and worse. And so that would suggest to me that all of these different diets and stuff, you know, every single time they come out, they they are like the answer. All these different diets not actually doing us any favors. You know, and we actually know that some of the most simple things like the Mediterranean diet, which, you know, is not big or glamorous, is not like the latest diet or whatever, but has been going for years and years and years, actually has some of the best outcomes in the long term for people because they're sim it's simple and it's doable and you're not cutting things out of your diet and you're not restricting yourself and you're not depriving yourself. Okay. So we like as humans, something new, something shiny and new and fancy and exciting and all of those kind of things. But the truth is that it's hype. It's hype and it's marketing 
And it's trying to convince you that this is finally the answer. This is finally the thing that's going to fix us. But simple still gets results. Simple always will still get results. Eating enough protein, eating a bit of fat, eating plenty of plant foods to improve our gut health, having lots of fruits and veggies, and reducing the processed foods, right? These are really simple concepts, but we have overcomplicated it. And I, you know, and I honestly believe that in overcomplicating all of this, we've just sent ourselves in the absolute opposite direction. And if we could just focus on those basics, we would make life so much easier for ourselves and we'd be so much more successful, okay? So I know it's very hard, but try and put the blinkers on and try and just focus on the basics because the basics still work and they always will, okay? Our bodies are going to respond to those things. Our bodies are going to respond to whole foods and they're going to respond to us feeling good, okay? So that's number one. Mistake number one, believing the hype. Do not believe the hype. Mistake number two, all or nothing. And I have talked about this. I've talked about this so many times before. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you're probably like, yep, she's done that one before. But it's something that comes up over and over and over again. Like I speak to so many women who are like, oh yeah, I'm just an all or nothing kind of person. Like you're not, you've convinced yourself you are. You know, the diet and fitness industry has convinced yourself that that is who you need to be. But we're not, we're not naturally like that. That's not our kind of basic setting, factory setting. (laughs) Like we have created that within ourselves because we have created the belief that we only get a result if we do all of the things. If we follow the diet 100% to the letter, if we follow the fitness routine 100% to the letter, that's the only way we're going to get a result, right? And it's not true. And all that this does is it, it, means that we're either on it or off it or on it or off it or on it or off it because we we realise that trying to do all of the things just is not practical. It's not practical in our lives, right? And so we're not going to be able to do all the things unless we so happen to, I don't know, work part-time, we've got no responsibility, you know, we've got no family responsibilities, we've got plenty of money to spend on going to the gym all the time, you know, and we've got somebody who's going to help us maybe with our nutrition or something like that. In those circumstances, yeah, okay, maybe we can do it all. Maybe we can work out five days a week and eat amazingly and do all of those things because we have got the time, we've got the space, we've got the headspace, we've got the, the support that we need to do all of those things. But the fact is that for the majority of us, that's not the case. We're working full time. We've got responsibilities. We've got to go get the shopping. We've got to get the house clean. We've got to prepare for that big work meeting. You know, these are all things that are going on in our lives all the time. And when that is going on, you cannot go all for it with your fitness and your nutrition as well. It's just not possible. And you'll manage it for two or three weeks and you'll be like, oh my God, I feel great. I feel amazing. And you'll be telling everybody about it and like, oh yeah, I've just started this new diet and an exercise plan is awesome and it's getting me really amazing results, blah, 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 blah. And then a few weeks later, suddenly you stop talking about it because you have stopped <laughs> because you've kind of gone, oh crap, I cannot keep this going. This is too much with everything else that's going on. And so we stopped doing it altogether. So It's actually about taking simple steps. Like we've got to stop telling ourselves that if we don't do all the things, we're not going to get any result whatsoever. 
okay, maybe we will not get the perfect result, but we're going to get a result, right? And at least we are we are walking the road, we're walking the path. And when we start walking the path, then we are going to create positive things for ourselves, okay? And I, you know, I had a good lesson in this um, recently. So I did run a program called Nail Your Nutrition. So it was a 28-day nutrition reset. And the feedback at the end of it was that, you know, a lot of the women had kind of gone, do you know what? I, I followed the plans and the recipes and really enjoyed them, but I didn't follow it 100%. Like there were times when I went and did my own thing, or there were times when I went out for dinner and I didn't follow the plan. And there were times when I did this, that and the other. And I probably only followed it about 80% of the time. And they said, however, what I was really surprised about was that I still was less bloated. I had more energy. Uh, my genes are feeling a little bit looser. You know, all of these things were going on and they weren't trying to do all of it. They were kind of doing as much as they could. They were doing as much as was practical, but they were also allowing themselves to go and have dinner out and to do all of those things, right? And they were still getting a result, okay? So mistake number two, being all or nothing. Stop it. <laughs> okay, right. Mistake number three, I'm um, approaching these changes from the point of view of disliking or hating what you see. And a lot of us do this, right? We try and hate ourselves into change. We're like, oh my God, I look awful. I look terrible. I hate my thighs or I hate my arms or I can't bear to, you know, wear a swimming costume this summer. Something has to change, right? And we go into it for, you know, from a point of view of like dislike. Now, if you feel like that about yourself, how likely do you think it is that you will continue to treat yourself well? And the truth is that if we want to improve our nutrition, you know, exercise consistently and do all of those things for ourselves, that's about treating ourselves well. So we have to hold ourselves in enough esteem to actually do good things for ourselves. Otherwise, it becomes punishment. And we know that when we're punishing ourselves, it feels 10 times harder and we're much less likely to continue doing it. So have a think about the negative self-talk that's going on. And I'm not for one minute saying you have to stand here and look in the mirror and go, oh my God, I love myself. I'm amazing. But you have to be okay with yourself. You need to learn to accept yourself as you are and go, okay, great this is where I am and that's fine. This is where life has taken me so far, not a problem. But now I start to do something about it. I start to improve my situation. I start to increase my energy. I start to do good things for myself because I, I am worthy of treating myself well. So that's mistake number three, approaching changes from the point of view of disliking or hating what you see. And then number four, the last and final one is getting caught up in what you haven't done. I see this so many times. People come to me, they're like, oh, I only did two workouts this week and I wanted to do three. So I've really got to try harder next week. And I'm like, hang on a minute. A few weeks ago, how many workouts were you doing a week? Oh, well, I was doing none. Okay. So we're feeling pretty good about two workouts a week then in that case, right? And you can sort of see it dawning on them and they're like, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. I did two workouts this week. That's, you know, yes, that's better. That's an improvement. And that's the thing, like we, we can only improve. We can only take another step forward and another step forward. And, you know, we often have these big high hopes for ourselves. Like when I have new members come into the members, Chick Fit Members Club, I do a 20 minute call with them to start off just to help them to get started and to talk through their goals and stuff. And one of the things that we always talk about in that is, okay, so how much time do you realistically have? Not dream world, not 
if I really push myself in the dream world, I might be able to exercise four times a week. But but realistically, what do you think is actually realistic for you to do right now? And people will often rein themselves back in a little bit, or I will do it for them. And, you know, we may get to, okay, so we're going to start with two times a week, right? If you've not done anything for the last six months, then two times a week, you're going to get a result. You are going to feel better. You are going to feel more energised. You are going to start to build the habit of exercise. Okay. And it's much better that than going for four, feeling disappointed with yourself, going, oh my God, I haven't done four workouts and that's what I wanted to do. And so nothing's going to work. It's not true. It's absolutely not true. So start focusing on what you have been doing and start focusing on what you can do. Not sitting there and going, oh, I'm really busy this week. I can't really do very much. That's rubbish. Go, okay, so I've got a really busy week coming up. What can I do? What can I do within that? What positive nutrition changes can I continue to make that aren't actually taking me any more time? Would it be possible for me to, you know, if I if I can't get get into, you know, doing actual formal exercise, how could I maybe do the school run by foot today instead of taking the car? Or, you know, could I go to this place on foot rather than taking the car so that I get those extra little bits of exercise in? So what can you do rather than what can't you do? So those are the four big mistakes that I see people making and the four mistakes that I don't want you to make anymore. And I'm sure that there are at least one or two of those things that you do, if not all of them. I think, you know, I've been in definitely all of those places at certain different points, you know, and, and they're things that I just see people doing. I see myself doing over and over again. I've, you know, I've luckily worked my way through and I don't do those things anymore, but a lot of people still do. So what I really want you to do this week is to have an open mind, have an open mind about maybe thinking differently, doing differently, because you are going to get a different result if you do things differently, if you allow yourself to change. Okay, quite often we get stuck in, but this is the way that I've always done things, right? We don't want that anymore because that's just blocking us from moving forward. Okay, and let's use this week as an opportunity to really take it back to basics and start to implement some simple strategies. And that's what we're going to be doing the rest of this week. So, in the next few episodes, we're going to be talking about a couple of the key nutrition changes and also how to set your fitness routine up to get the best results. So I'm going to leave it there for you today. I can't wait to see you for those remaining episodes uh, and I will see you very, very soon. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chickfit and I'll see you again next time.